I've never seen a diamond in the flesh I cut my teeth on wedding rings Dude, that's pretty oh, cool. Man, that is I'm cool. just sad. Wow. Dude, that's pretty good. This is Dick Lee, bringing you weekly interviews with F3 Omaha packs, exploring their F3 experiences, and finding those sticky elements that create the glue in the gloom. Who started the site where grills, washes outside. 
was cool. Um, you know, I think the big thing I think about how can I grow upon what's already been built. You don't have to reinvent the wheel, but you think you are given some really strong fundamental tools from a strong leader like Marty. And uh just want to build on see where I can influence with my authenticity, uh, and make sure that's taking it in the right direction and do good things. You know? So, so Sparty's already got Q stores going, right? Something growth did that was that was pretty unique. Um, it's not necessarily a Q stores, but some book studies, some intentional book studies. So he started with uh, Wild at Heart, which is uh, a book about um, kind of life on the prairie. No, it's a book about being a man. It's a book about being a man. Yeah. So tell me, tell me about that. The Q stores, um, book studies. I mean. As a site to you, what, what do you think is kind of your role in like engaging guys in those, those kind of extra curricular? Yeah, so I, that's one of the things I'm really excited about. I do really enjoy Q-Source. Probably talk too much at them. Not as much as play, but definitely out there. But, uh, anyway, it's going to be, I'm really excited about that part of it and the book side of it. So, as an F3, if you haven't already read Free to Lead or dove into the Q-Source, those are some of our foundational text and information that we base a lot of our direction and, and fundamentals off of, which I love. So we're just finishing up the Q-Source, which is the uh, kind of the, the, the meat of what you know, the lingo and the uh, live, live right, lead right, lead right kind of the fourth quadrant. You know, we're finishing that, but we're going to be starting free to lead when I take over the Q-Source. is going to be great. So we're going to go back with some foundational OBC and Dread, uh, you know, what their voice is saying and how their intentionality was behind that three. So these guys, we've grown so much that it's going to be really good to see guys get back into that or see it for the first time and know why these things are the way they are and connect the dots for their own lives with where they're at. So we're really excited about that. Yeah. So I think that one of the roles of a site here is really to look around and find packs and identify packs that are accelerating and then encourage them in that acceleration. And, you know, F3, I've been involved in a lot of different leadership stuff over the years. And one thing that I didn't really realize until after I had been in F3 for a year was all of these resources that they have and how well-rounded and how well-built out they are. And so just getting guys to engage in those resources um, and, and no matter where they are in their acceleration, being able to kind of plug them in to, hey, you know, here's a place where you can plug in and go a little deeper and, and learn a little bit more about F3, get, you know, a little bit further in your acceleration. And so that's where these book studies and so for Battlefield, you know, we didn't do a Q-source specific site because there were already a couple of those. But, um, but to look at other books that are really, you know, it, involved in engaging male leadership uh, and encouraging male leadership and so that's where Wild at Heart came in um, and then we did a uh, four week study of free delete. Uh, there's a lot of guys especially who keep getting bigger yeah. and growing where these guys you know they haven't engaged with uh, free delete. Uh, and so just giving opportunities around uh, around the community where they can go to these different sites and engage with that content. Yeah. And then on top of that, I would add to that is guys come to F3 
that are ready to do something, but they just don't know how. And you have to re- I feel like sometimes F3 is the vehicle that is allows you to re-engage and learn how to lead again. Because with, after high school sports and like kind of that maturation stage of our lives, we lose opportunities to engage from the front and lead from the front. And, you know, society often has a tendency to, I guess I'd argue people on this, but kind of beat down that masculinity of, or that, that inherent sense to go lead something. And F3 is really trying to promote foster that. So, you know, as guys that are at Psyche, we have to be on another level dynamic-wise and recognize that in some of these guys and have a really fun conversation about what their goals are and how they can engage, re-engage that part of themselves and re-engage in their own life. Love that. I, you know, one of the things that I've watched both of you do come in to every industry lead from where you are, but also pursue additional opportunities. So, like, you know, like, like come in and lead workouts, right? Just start by, start by queuing and trying to impact guys with your COPs. Uh, start by trying to impact guys with just the conversations you have during the workout, the conversations you have during coffee. And, you know, LPC, you mentioned, like, being vocal during QSAR discussions, but that's what those discussions are for. It's for guys to talk and share what's on your mind and to share, um, you know, so I would, I would just challenge you, if you're at a QSAR discussion and I am there, your goal should be to talk more than me. Uh, sure. uh, and, and because, like, what, you know, how are you processing information? How do you interpret some of the things that, that QSAR is saying? The only way you're going to get better at applying that to your life is by talking through it. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I have yet to see a guy go and um, listen to the discussions and, and really experience the same level of change the guys experience when they're engaging. And, and yeah, how does that apply? You know, here's what I think. Um, those are the guys that come away and they're like, I love people. Um, one, one question, and I, I want to give girls an opportunity here. Um, so, you know, you've got basically millions of listeners, uh, ears right now, girls. And so, so if you were to have an opportunity to recruit a future site here for Battlefield, what are you looking for? Um, and then, and then, you know, maybe just your 30 second infomercial of like, why should they want to be a site here at the one and only Battlefield? The one and only Battlefield. <laughs> yeah, so, um, to these millions of listeners out there, uh, you know, I would say, um, well, what I'm, so, you know, I, I started Battlefield with a very specific kind of mission in mind, and that was really to take this idea that F3 puts out there and then is really supported by, uh, Wild at Heart, and really kind of encapsulate that in a site where we're really working on preparing men for the battlefield of life, basically. Um, and so, um, I'm I'm hoping that the, that kind of culture continues at Battlefield, um, and that's something that the next site too will um, will really take seriously and look for ways to engage the packs that come to Battlefield, not just in really great you know, epic workouts, uh, but in in other ways that go beyond the physical. Um, and so that's kind of that's kind of what I've had in the back of my mind for who's who's going to be next. <laughs> um, and then uh, you know 
the battlefield is, is has been, I think, a really great gathering point. It, it was the same location as um, one of the other sites uh, on Tuesday, uh, the Coliseum, uh, and so really kind of engaging guys in that part of town. Uh, to really go deeper and maybe add another day. Um, there was a lot of that when we started, the guys that weren't. Um, and so that's been a really great, I think, addition to where um, where we were really allowing guys to get closer in relationship because they were either starting uh, another day or we were taking relief off of other sites and, and really starting with a small group. And now, you know, with the coop, when the coop started, that's exactly what happened in the battlefield. It allowed us to to really kind of get back to that smaller group and, and engage guys um, and get really get that conversation going. Yeah. Well, one of the things I, I would just say is so other guys that lead sites or guys that attend other sites, they, they may be thinking, well, that's great for the battlefield and, and the coop or, and, and the combine or other sites that have a specific you know, design of their workout in AO that has a discussion afterwards. But something that's been really cool I've noticed at the burn is they're doing this, this TNT or Truth Nugget Thursday. I would just say, you know, whatever site you're going to or reading at or participating in, there's opportunities exist to have these focused discussions on things that impact men. And like you said, girls, prepare them for the battlefield of life or the flux or life on life terms or whatever you want to call it. On that, though, yeah. I would say, um, you know, going back to the, the few source discussion, so sometimes whenever we're going through some of this stuff, it can get really, I mean, it can cause me to reflect yeah. on a lot of stuff. A couple days. And I'm not able to articulate in the moment, yeah. And so, so things like these truth nugget Thursdays or other conversations like that provide an opportunity for me to come circle back yeah. on some things that maybe impacted me yeah. on a few stores or something. Yeah. And then, um, and then I'm able to really get in there and have some time to reflect and then share that with somebody uh, in a way that allows me to kind of think on it. Yeah. So. I, that's what I think is really important about just having that space. And, and sometimes that's a copy, and sometimes, you know, that's, you need some intentionality around it to get guys to, to share that stuff. Well, and on that intentionality piece, you know, I mean, a lot of times I go into any kind of role or any type of situation, I look at the inverse of what that is, too. So, real talk about intentionality. If you go in as a cue, as a site cue, and you don't have intentionality, what's the, uh, what's the other side of that look like? Well, you can, there is a failure portion of this if you don't do it properly or to some degree. And without that intentionality and ownership of whatever that intentionality is, your success rate, I truly believe, would dwindle completely. You would start losing guys in the site, disorganization, infighting, rumor mill. And there's a lot of things, there's some things that can fester that you don't want. And as a site cue, you are, you, every essence and flows of how you handle the people there, the workouts, the skewing. Uh, what kind of top service is this? What you do allow to be a sort of safe space? So there's a lot of responsibility you don't think of in a second, third order that volunteers order than that like you and in a volunteer position. I love that. Hey, uh, what you know, just as we're thinking about, um, you guys have been in that group for a while. You've been in other leadership positions. What's uh, what's a piece of advice that that you would have for other guys, or maybe that that you you've heard that you're trying to uh, maybe implement in your life? Um, 
good question. Uh, something that I guess is two things. One is something I try to live by uh, as much as I can, and then I only get really two things that I can control in my life, and that's about it, and that's my attitude and effort. And with that being said, if something gets thrown at me that's going to cause my feathers to get ruffled or get pretty CO'd about something, it's truly about how, gonna, how my attitude is I approach it uh, and what effort I'm going to put into it after that attitude has changed. You know, things happen for us, not to us. And with that, with that in mind, it's allowed me to kind of navigate some pretty tough waters, you know, whether it be difficulties with my M or learning how to parent better, be a better dad, or really learning how to engage properly and, and provide that focus and that intentionality of life for those habits that are needed to be successful. And I've got a lot of learning to do, but those, those kind of things I try to hold really close to the surface myself. Oh, that's really good advice. I love that. How about you, Bill? Well, first let me say, LPC, I mean, one thing I really appreciate about you and getting to know you is just how authentic you are. When you, you know, you bring to the table just an authenticity in your COPs or just a coffee. Um, and so uh, I think that is a huge, has been a huge plus for me uh, and just to see you engage with other packs that way. So, um, I, but to the question, like, about uh, a, a little nugget of information or, or whatever is, um, I would just say lean in. Yeah. Um, you know, for me, I, I, uh, Brazilian was the guy that, you know, EH me with like half of Omaha or half of the half. Um, but it, it took me a, almost a year to say yes. And then once I said yes, it was really only because there was a site next to my house. Yeah. And then it took me another year to really go to many workouts outside of the district, the month, on a Monday. Yeah. And then um, once I started going pretty much every day, it was kind of all of a sudden, boom, I was in it every day because uh, the gym shut down yeah. with COVID. Uh, and it was during that time where I would go over to coffee at Kathy uh, and really engage with guys that I was like, why haven't I been doing this sooner? Why hadn't I done this sooner? And, and just really leaning into those relationships and, and instead of kind of resisting uh, because you know I oh I was involved in this or I already had this or work or whatever um, and so whether that's F3 or whether that's you know your, your marriage or your kids or your work um, there's always some area where you might be putting up some resistance and so just to kind of lean into whatever that is and, and once you lean in you know usually there's something that comes comes out of it that, that you can learn from or that it's better or whatever. So that's what I do. Uh, shout out to Brazilian on that. That's a great point of resiliency or like do not be denied. Like yeah. he believes so much in something that he's still going to promote it to you even when you say no. You know what? What's going to happen if you try it once or twice? I mean, what do you have to lose? And I think that's a really great piece of advice for all of us. Not being denied when you do believe in something. And when you do, let's say you, do, let's say you show up and it wasn't a great experience. Are you, don't sell yourself short and thinking that it might not be different somewhere on a second time. Like, you know, you're the new guy. New guy, that's always a rough go. I mean, even for guys that are super outgoing, that's still a uncharted territory. So, putting yourself in that uncomfortable position but having to face yourself is massive. Yeah. yeah. One, one thing about that, about the resiliency, is, you know, as a kid, my mom always used to say, if, if something... 
uh, is bugging someone else. It probably has more to do with them than it does with you. And so when you're out there sharing something, like when Brazilian was sharing F3 with me, and I would say no. It had absolutely nothing to do with it. It had only to do with what I was and stuff I had going on. And so, you know, sometimes you can be the one that's EHing, and you can think, oh, they don't, you know, they're not, they don't want to come because of something that I'm doing or saying, and I need to change my approach. But really, it's just you need to remain consistent, continue to love that person, uh, and, and just be there. And then when the time is right, just like it was with me, uh, something will click and it'll work out. For sure. I, I do want to just mention, uh, if you haven't checked out the F3 Nation podcast, you need, you need to do that. There's a ton of resources there. Uh, and something they mentioned recently was, not only does every guy need F3, F3 needs every guy. Uh, and so, you know, as we're here um, just learning from these two high-impact men, uh, we'll do a little uh, name-a-rama, and, uh, and we'll close it out. But uh, this is Brandon Cleary, 35, the flag. Gavin Bickford, 38, grill. Tyson Thompson, 35, LPC. LPC. Hey, thanks. This is uh, our first lunch and lead on the gloom, bringing you 21 feet, uh, just about halfway to the 43 feet mark there. Uh, have a good day, fellas. Out.